Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey, ho! Welcome to the show. I'm going to try to be upbeat tonight, Dom. I'm going mm. to try to be perky, but if my true feelings come out, I mean, that's just what's going to happen. What are, you, what are you talking about? What's got you down? Um, Someone's stolen two chocolate bars of mine out of the work fridge. Oh, my gosh. There's a Kit Kat Chunky yeah. and a king-size Milky Way that are missing. Oh, that's hard. And when, I've searched on. the fridge three times oh, and I can't find it. When did you put them in there? Last week. Yeah, there was a big email on Friday for a fridge clean. <laughs> yeah, but they're not unopened. Yeah, fridge clean, everything gets dumped. Well, they dump unopened chocolate bars. Either they dump all the cleaners treat themselves, I don't know. But they always say, hey, when there's a fridge clean, everything in there is going to go. You can't do that. <laughs> okay, I had no chance to get them out. <laughs> I wasn't in the office. We work late nights. The question is, because we don't come in on Fridays, when the email went around Friday afternoon about the fridge clean, would you have come in to save the two chocolate bars had you known? I think that's, that's not a very good policy. We, you can I'm going to go. Up. I'm going to bring that up tomorrow to the office manager. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to write an email <laughs> and, and I, I'll say someone owes me two chocolate bars. Yeah, I did get them for half price. We can find out if it, it was actually such a good deal. I bought like six of them. Oh my gosh, what a bargain. We could chat to the cleaners, see if they what they did with them. I don't think it's the cleaners. The cleaners wouldn't do it, would they? I'm pretty sure they do the full fridge clean out, yeah. Okay. So they are, do you reckon if you're a cleaner and you're told anything in the fridge has to go? That's you what find I'm thinking. They're going straight bars. to the Kit Kat Chunky. Yeah. For sure. There's no if they threw I'd almost prefer that they ate them. Because it'd be a real shame if they just got thrown out, wouldn't it? Would you and, and you know it'd be a nice gift, a nice little treat. So, look, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this mystery. It's the big stuff we cover on this show. Yeah. Um, we'll um, get, I'm going to send some emails. Uh, look, uh, we don't pretend to be anything we're not on this show. We acknowledge that that's that's who we are. Unlike 60 Minutes, I think they're pretending to be something they're not. Zach, you might have seen all week they've been promoting what they were essentially calling the biggest story in the history of humanity. I heard it was going to shake the nation. But that's what they said. They said, and it was last night's program, they said, this story will shake the foundations of Australia, was the promo. Did it? Now, it's 24 hours on. Can we just have a check-in on the foundations of Australia? Yeah. Well, well, do we have the Richter scale out? Yeah, I haven't seen anything registered. Okay. So, look, I, I feel like they might have gone a bit over the top, and we might need to help them out. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Monday. We only have two minutes of Monday left. The best way to start the week is with some motivational minion memes. If you do see any minion memes on your Facebook page, make sure you screenshot and send to Collective Noun. And again, I say this every week, but thank you to the baby boomers of the country for providing us with minion memes, but just uplift us with humour and inspiration when we need it. Of course, we are joined by a minion in studio each week to read out these memes. Hey, Mm. minion, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Minion, it's... It sort of sounded like you took over the end of Zach's sentence. Yeah, well, we're so close, we're like one sometimes, you could say that. Yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah, I'd agree with that. Can uh, I just... We, we socialise on the weekend and stuff like that. Um, I and... need to address a bit of a controversy with the Minion before we start the memes this week. Yes. And now, Minion, you might have heard me mention last week on the show, I went to an arcade and had played a Minion hitting game. We like, like where oh, you yes, used to... we've heard about this. Y- yeah. Even before you mentioned it, it's a big thing in the... Uh... Yeah. Minion, minion forums. The minion unions. Yeah. Um, no hard feelings? No, yeah, definitely hard feelings. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Anyway, well, what, what memes have you got for us? Okay. Our first meme this week comes from a page called Mostly Minion. Hmm. Uh, 103 likes, 9 comments, 84 shares. <laughs> I think you're suffering from a lack 
a vitamin B. <laughs> It's a, it's a riff on vitamin D. Oh, vitamin C. Yeah, oh, vitamin C. Yeah. yeah. Nope, nope. Or vitamin B. Vitamin B. It's a picture of a minion holding an egg that also looks like a minion. Okay, so minion. Mm. Is that meant to suggest that the, the person suffering from a lack of minions or a lack of the person who shares the meme? Um, what minions do is we help humans <laughs> express their innermost deepest thoughts. Okay. And so, it's about humans. Yeah, okay, great. Jeez, Dom, come on, get up with it. <laughs> I, was like, I thought you knew what minion memes were. I thought you popped out for a second there, Zach, you're back. No, I like to respect the minion <laughs> okay. and let them talk yeah. at their own rate. Sure, all right. Um, well, our next one has been sent to us um, by Ben. Why are you reading it? Um, because I'm just looking through and I pass it over to the minion. <laughs> okay, cool. uh, it's been sent to us by Ben. This was a screenshot of uh, mm. his grandfather, I believe, mm. uh, sharing this on Facebook. It's not strictly a minion meme. It does have Bugs Bunny on it. Will we accept it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think we will. Uh, okay, well, I've the... read the text and it sounds a lot like what we usually share. Okay, go for it. I really think it's time to take the warning labels off everything and let stupidity work itself out in the gene pool. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a darker one, really. <laughs> really? Is the indication that they want people taking medication they shouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about medication. I was thinking more just like everyday yeah, okay. safety labels. <laughs> Yeah, that's dark well, from that's Bugs Bunny. Well, that's probably why Bugs Bunny is on that one. <laughs> yeah, not you Did guys. Did he get through the minion uh, <laughs> yeah. our, our levels of Have you, you met Bugs Bunny? Mm, a few times. You, mm, like you must be pretty filthy that Bugs Bunny's trying to jump in on your meme space. Yeah, we were here first. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, what's your third meme? Okay, well, this one's been sent to us by Xander. Okay. I don't care what you earn. Where you live, what you drive, whether you're fat or thin, tall or short, beautiful or average, rich or poor, smart or not. If you're my friend, you're my friend. I accept you for who you are. And that's all that matters. Wow. I'm tearing up a little bit, Minion. That was beautiful. So I know Dom's smiling over there like a jerk. No. <laughs> Right, is that funny to you, Dom? No. It's an expression of friendship. I was going to ask you, Minion, if that's how you feel about me. No. Why not? Because you tried to drown us. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't try to drown any Minion. What are you talking about in the air? In yeah. the old arcade the other day. Oh, Whack-A-Minion. You think that's a bit of a fun to do with your friends, too? I played Whack-A-Minion because it was in the arcade, but I have <laughs> never... No, hold on. I've never tried to drown a Minion. Okay, well, I'm never going to write one of these beautiful poems about you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and for the last time, it was an innocent trip to the beach, and I did not attempt to drown any minions. Uh, that's not the security footage show. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, uh, something about working, you know, in any sort of media is you, you try to get people to watch or listen to your show, and you do that by promoting it, saying it's going to be a good show, tune in tonight. 60 Minutes on Channel 9 have done exactly that for their episode last night. However... I think they might have overpromised um, with with what they were going to deliver on last night. This Sunday, a major investigation is set to rock the foundations of Australia.
Now, that's the ad they were running all of last week. Yeah, I mean, I mm. reinforced my house over the weekend <laughs> just, to, just to make sure yeah. it was it was structurally up to the rocking mm. now, that they, it was going to get. Play the end of that promo, because this is the second promise they went on to make about the, the story so big, it can't be missed. The biggest Sunday of the year. Online. I can't tell if they're promoting a mm. 60 Minutes episode or the new Batman. <laughs> Do you know what point. I mean? It is that epic sort of music. Also, I think Channel 9 said the Married at First Sight finale was the biggest Sunday of the year. So Make up your mind, guys. <laughs> just, my is it your out? 60 Minutes, <laughs> you know, was meant to be proper journalism? Yeah. Or is it The Bachelor? That's a good point. Now, everyone tuned in last night excited to see what's this scoop going to be? You know, who knows what it could have been? I initially thought maybe, I don't know, members of parliament are lizard people, you know, that whole theory. Well, wasn't it the like that? doping scandal that came out today? The no, swimming no, one? no. That had nothing to do with 60 Minutes. That, that wasn't the big one they broke. No, it was something to do with Crown Casino um, in Melbourne uh, doing a few dodgy things. Just, it, it really, like, it was a good story, I guess, but I wouldn't have thought it was anything too special. It certainly didn't, I mean, I, I just want to check, I, I know I don't feel rocked to my core. Yeah. Do, are your foundations okay? My foundations are intact. Yeah, I've seen very little about that story around today. I don't think I've seen one friend on my social media feeds like posting about it. Have you seen anything about it? No. <laughs> As I said, when I heard yeah. the promo, mm. and then I saw today people talking about the swimming doping mm. scandal, and I was like, oh, that must have been what 60 Minutes were talking about. No. No. <laughs> it's a story that really has caused very little. I mean, it's if they're talking about shaking the foundations of the country, really what's happened is we've had a, maybe a tiny wobble. A tremor. A tre- that's, I don't even think a tremor is fair to say, yeah. really. It's, a slight breeze has overcome the country. That's a story so big, it can't be missed. Yep. Well, it was missed. <laughs> anyway, here's the point, Zach, is that the nation has been promised a shaking, and we haven't got one. Mm. Our foundations are intact, and I think that, that we need to right that wrong. I want to open up the lines on 131060. Do you have a story that might live up to that promo? A story that might shake the foundations of the country to its core. Are you looking for a, a scandal? No, not a real... See, here's what I think the 60 Minutes misstep is. I don't think people care that much about serious news anymore. Right. You know what I mean? We've, we've had serious news for forever. So true. Solved um, news. Oh, old news. Exactly. I'm talking about the sort of thing, like, for example, do you remember someone called our show once mm. who worked at Macca's and said sometimes when they say the soft serve machine's out of order, it actually isn't? What? They just can't be bothered making any the soft serve. story's so big, it can't be missed. Now, that, if Channel 9 had opened 60 Minutes last night with that story, yeah. could you imagine? I would have spat out my feet. <laughs> oh. I would have spat out my soft serve. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's a massive one. Remember last year, Zach, we broke on this show a story that I think would match that oh, scandal. Oh, is this the Uber? Yeah. Eats delivery story. Delivery drivers eating some of your chips on the way to deliver your food. Now, that certainly is. The story so big, it can't be missed. So I, I want to give the country's foundations a good shaking here. 131060, if you have anything along those lines, maybe you do work at McDonald's and you, you can give us a scoop about something behind the scenes. Maybe you've just seen fuel for a ridiculously cheap price. I'd take that. Yeah. I know, Producer Jack, UK, when we were chatting about this earlier, you said you've got a story that might rock the foundations of the country. People that have favorite types of M&Ms mm. shouldn't because they all taste the same. <laughs> wait, wait. Is that a fact? Food coloring doesn't change. Food colouring doesn't have a taste. Exactly. That's so so true. all M&M's taste exactly the same. They have to. The story's oh. so big, it can't be That's this. Actually, on about. that point, yeah. did you know Fruit Loops? The same thing. 
Really? Fruit Loops aren't oh, different play it again, flavors. Play it again. <laughs> They're all the same flavor. The story so big, it can't be missed. I had a friend who said they could taste the difference blindfolded. Yeah. And she actually did a remarkable job, but she was just guessing. <laughs> okay, right. Well, 131060, do you have some sort of an insight, some sort of a piece of trivia info here that could shake Australia to its we core? We have Anonymous in Brisbane. Now, this is good when we start with Anonymous. That's always handy. You have something about a fast food store, is that right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Um, sorry. Um, that was good dramatic pause. That's all you want. <laughs> I work at KFC. Yeah. And at night times, like at around like 8, 30, 9 o'clock, yeah. people come in and they ask for chicken that we don't have any more of. Yeah. Like cooked. Hmm. And... Just to get out of no, like cooking more chicken and having mm. heaps of wastage, we tell them we've run out till our delivery comes the next day. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So if you go to KFC and you order some chicken and they say we're out of chicken, that might not be the case? That is what I'm saying. The story's so big, it can't be missed. Good Lord. See, honestly, if 60 minutes were <laughs> in with that, yeah. I reckon that would be a bigger story. That would have been, that would have had talk all over the country today. So, I mean, we've already topped 60 minutes there. Um, I can't believe that. Actually, <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> the more I think about it, I you think if I was quickly. in that position yeah. and I was getting close to close <laughs> and I wanted to stop working, I'd probably stop working. Uh, Nadine is uh, in Campbelltown. Nadine, you have a similar food related story. Yeah, at my first job at a local um, Chinese restaurant, um, we used to serve um, sweet sweet corn soup, like, you know, that, like, snot consistency, that yeah. soup. I love that soup. Yeah, and <laughs> my trainer, when she didn't like a customer, she used to, like, golly in the soup and then serve it. What, she'd spit in it? Yep. The story's so big, it can't be missed. <laughs> I mean, that one would be more scandalous if you knew the, the, the I guess, trainer. But... Did anyone ever notice? No. Because no. you can't tell because that consistency. And she gave it a stir before she took it out. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's the key. That's professionalism. I mean, we've just got a how-to spit in the customer's <laughs> soup here. Uh, it reminds me. Remember mm. I was telling you about my friend who worked in that steakhouse? And yeah. he was telling me that whenever they dropped a steak on the floor, yeah. they just put it in the deep fryer for a few <laughs> seconds and then back on the pan because yeah. it was like, it killed everything. All of these would have been better than what 60 Minutes ran with. Yeah. We are asking on 131060, they did have a pretty disappointing story on 60 Minutes last night. Didn't live up to the build up. So we're trying to get stories that will shake the country. Jake is in central Queensland. You've got another food related one for us, Jake. Uh, yeah, I do actually. How are you going, fellas? Well, thanks, Jake. Um, so yeah, I was working in this, uh, fast food place where we did a bit of everything, you know, palmies, pizzas, pastas, and uh, mm. we did pork ribs. But for the pork ribs, we needed a special fry pan to, you know, stop cross-contamination. And if we were having a quiet night where not many ribs were getting ordered and someone come across and order and we'll just tell them um, we can't because we sold out, but really we just couldn't be bothered for, uh, firing up the fry pan. The story's so big, it can't be missed. Okay. Well, it feels to me like we're getting a widespread food scandal saga here. And yeah. I reckon... It, and it seems to be a pattern. It does, doesn't when, it? When someone says they're out of food, they're probably not. When someone says they're out of food, they're probably not. And if you're rude to employees, you will get maybe spit Yeah, that's in the, the first food. confirmation I've had of spitting in food. That's true. Because you often... hear about it a lot. Yeah. Okay. It's probably happening all the time. I reckon so. Well, Do I mean... Do you reckon you've ever had your food spat in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why? Why? Why are you so confident? Oh, uh, because that? you've seen how some service staff don't like me. Yeah, because it's I, a running trend. I order very specifically because, yeah. like, I, I have dietary and taste requirements. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, I was going to say your dietary requirements only came in the yeah. last two years or so, <laughs> That's and I imagine the spitting was probably before that. Yeah, because well, you can't eat at a lot of those places and anymore. I've, I've had quite a few sweet corn soups. <laughs> And I'm starting to think back on a few of them, to be honest. But look, the point is we can send all that straight to 60 Minutes because I'm pretty sure. Can you just confirm, Zach, that the foundations of Australia have now been rocked? Oh, they've been rocked. They're shaking. (laughs) Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask, beg, nay, believe for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it remains so easy to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All it's going to cost you is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave that five-star rating, and that's your ticket price in. Then you'll hear this as the turnstile turns and you enter the forum. We haven't been in the forum for a couple of weeks, actually, Dom, so I know that there's a lot of... Uh, new members. Yes, yeah, we've had a few people pop in. It's inundated almost, the forum's been. Um, do you have any WD-40 for the turnstile? Actually, it's a little bit... <laughs> Perfect. Let's try that Is that again. enough? Perfect. Yeah. Great. Just what we needed. Well, let's welcome, firstly, Chirpy Birdie in to the forum with the uh, nice-sounding turnstile there. Uh, just firstly wanting to know what surprise I went with for my brother's wedding about a month ago. We did speak about me looking at doing a wedding surprise. I'd so like you to that. answer that yes. in song. <laughs> I went with fireworks. I thought you'd go Katy Perry fireworks. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I love the original tune. <laughs> It sounded like yeah. it was from like a... Yeah. Um, it's a show tune. Yes, from a musical. Maybe it was a, mm. one of the songs that was cut from Oliver. <laughs> yeah, I imagined you with kind of soot on your face, <laughs> clicking down the front of the stage. Well, it would have made a lot more sense if I'd gone, I went with fireworks. Like yeah. that. That would have made a lot more sense. But instead, I thought you were just asking me yeah, to use my creative flair. The fireworks, which I think we spoke about on the show yeah, as an no, option. I, I can't remember who it was who wrote in and suggested fireworks. But that, oh, was that a that suggestion, suggestion from, from the forum? Yeah, that came from the forum. I'm almost certain. Someone gave me a list of suggestions and but one of them was fireworks. Didn't the... You're now... No, sorry. Yeah. Your sister-in-law's sister... Yes. Didn't... Who was the uh, maid of honour? Yeah. Your partner in crime. Yeah. Didn't she pile quite a lot of... Uh, peer pressure on you to shell out for the fireworks. <laughs> there was a little bit of that going on. I, cause her and I were coordinating on the wedding surprise and I mentioned to her the list that someone messaged the show with. Um, and she said like, there were a bunch of things on there that we did read through at the time. Because a flash mob would have cost nothing. <laughs> well, Maybe it. a few costumes. Yeah, that's it. And, and she said, fireworks sounds great. I'll email around and find some affordable quotes. Anyway, eventually, uh, you know, I had to pay, I'm happy to disclose the price. I had to pay $800, Zach, for and those fireworks. So what's that, $1,600 all up? $1,600 all up, which and in a sense is cheaper than you'd think you could get good fireworks um, for. I don't know, because places you can buy fireworks, you know, That's like true. in America. That's true. I feel like you can get a lot for 50 bucks. It, but but it, maybe I'm wrong. That's just what movies have led me to believe. <laughs> it was the most expensive gift I've ever bought by a long margin. And but, but what does that get you? So that got us a five-minute display. Five minutes? Yeah, which is pretty... It was I quite a good display. Three. No, it's a pretty good display, actually. Mm, chuck um, in some extras. Uh, a few extras. They were meant to have love heart fireworks. Those didn't exactly work out. But look, I'm, I'm, the wedding video is coming soon. It would be a spectacular oh, yeah. end to the video to see the fireworks in the background. So we were pretty happy. But yes, yeah, certainly um, the, the maid of honor did say to me a number of times things like, 
I mean, it depends how much we love them really, doesn't it? And mm. when I was unsure about paying for the, the price. So, <laughs> you know, but we got there in the end and I'm glad we did it. Cause I think it was a really special moment. And, uh, they have asked me actually why I didn't get them any wedding present. And really? Cause, Cause I haven't told, they were like, Oh, did you get us a wedding present? And I, I the fireworks. Yeah. Do you want, I can send you the invoice if you want guys. Yeah. Anyway, but it was, it was a spectacular day and the fireworks went amazingly and the suit fit. So, I mean, it was really the wedding <laughs> over a month ago now, but all went perfectly. Also, Chevy Birdie, uh, has a report that we need to just report to, uh, uh, OH&S here, Zach. They said they fell off the roller coaster and broke their brain. Mm. So I didn't know that was a muscle you could well, break. Everyone's but... liable for their own injuries <laughs> in the collective down forum. That's it. That's <laughs> I say that as I just headbutted accidentally the microphone pole here myself. So um, we're sorry to hear about your brain. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, mm. you would have seen the sign when you got on yep. the roller coaster. Yeah. And seeing the sign is as good as signing a contract. But also, we're in international waters. You can't sue here. Mm. Well, I think the no litigation. A lot of the uh, accidents yeah. that we have on the roller coaster. Yeah. Are actually not even on Earth. Well, that's it. Because that's when we go out into the and, and low orbit. Here's a question for you. Whose jurisdiction is space? Exactly. And that's yeah. what the courts... I mean, if you try to sue us, you're going to be in the court system for years. <laughs> for a very long so, time. So yeah. it's up to you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I, that does sound like a great tagline to a film. What? Whose jurisdiction is space? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a lawyer like film a space, space detective. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure something like that's happened. Yeah. Damn. Oh, well, uh, we move along. Uh, that one guy pops by the forum for the, uh, well, not conclusion, but thrilling next chapter in what have seemed like coded messages. I've mentioned this before when that one guy pops in from the US, that various letters in his message have been capitalized. And I haven't known if there's like, like a, a ransom note, a little bit like that. And I haven't known why. Uh, anyway, what that one guy has said now is, hello, I'm here to clarify the situation. Yes, it is true. My first message from a little while ago was indeed a code. So good instincts, Dom. But you've mistaken me, that one guy, for that one Jay, who I mentioned has done something very similar to my own work. And I'm quite fond and appreciative of that. Thank you, that one Jay. But we are not the same. And it is very simple to see where the confusion is. So is Thank that... you for your time in that one Jay and I sit down. This is starting to feel is like Moriarty in a Sherlock film. That one guy yeah. and that one Jay are sending messages to each other through us. <laughs> See, I was... Spe- and we're on, we're, we don't know what's going on. I was speculating that they are the same person. Yeah, possibly. And just, you know, pretending they're two different people. It's similar namings. And they, their flag both says America on this podcast review section. So something's going on there. Mm. There's some sort of... It feels like like uh, you're putting way too much effort into the collective noun forum, okay. to be completely honest. Is that sort of what you're getting up here? Because it feels like a criminal mastermind no, I plot. encourage people to contact us, Dom. <laughs> no, no. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's an interesting <laughs> tactic to say like, no. hey, we have this way of contacting us. Um, <laughs> to be honest, don't waste your time on it. <laughs> no. I'm just saying it feels like that one guy slash that one Jay has concocted a supervillain's elaborate plan. That's what I'm saying. I don't think the yeah. message is for us. I think someone else is getting the message and the messages might be going back and forth. Are we liable? It feels uh, like something criminal. No, because we are... Um, but if I announce it... It's like where... Am I liable? It's like that someone has strapped drugs to us <laughs> and we don't know about it. Do you know what I mean? We're a, yeah. we're a drug mule. That's it. But... Um, are we... Com- I mean, that would be... Would that not be intricate if, if a drug dealer yeah. had found a way of leaving reviews here to communicate to other drug dealers where mm-hmm. the drugs are being left? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's... Uh, hopefully that's not happening because I think that would make us liable. Wouldn't it? We'd be pulled into court for that. We'd be pulled into court. I don't think we'd get in trouble. Yeah, okay. Especially not with our jurisdiction. 
that's, that's what matters. Once we explain the space thing, <laughs> I'm sure they'll let us go. Uh, next over the forum, we have Hasington 35 uh, popping in. Uh, Hasington 35 says he, he wants to know why we do the graveyard shift. That's Hasington's question. I'll hand that one over to you, Zach. Oh, uh, because we're not very good. <laughs> Mainly. That's, that's, that's the, the main reason. reason. Yeah, it's a business decision yeah. by, the, by the radio station. And so they have a hierarchy <laughs> yeah. of how good people are. And we're low <laughs> on that list. Basically. Yeah. To be honest with you, yeah. I feel pretty lucky to have any show. Ah, oh, completely. Because I listen back sometimes. And... <laughs> <laughs> just have some moments of doubt. Um, well, I'm just, I would just say I'm grateful to have the yeah. slot that we have. Yeah, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. And what is and... the graveyard shift? I've often wondered is it that. With your on past midnight, when does it go to graveyard time? And why the graveyard? Is that... Yeah. Let's find out what the, the origin behind that saying is. That might be one for the SFRS. Is that where people work? Is that the time that people work in graveyards? I don't because think so. Because also there's lots of people working. There's bakers. There's nurses working in the middle of the night. Why is yeah. it not the baker's shift? But shipped? also, I don't know of any burial that occurred in the middle of the night. Do you know what I mean? Maybe Surely... it's the person who guards the graveyard. Yeah, okay. So the graveyard shift, they're sitting out in the front with a lantern, making sure okay, here no we one go. comes yeah, in. Yeah, okay. Oh, this is quite dark. I've just read the explanation <laughs> I, for Graveyard Shift. Yeah. I can tell well, you it. I mean, it's more likely to be dark than um, upbeat and cheering. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the Graveyard Shift to yeah. pet me up and ready for the day. <laughs> Did you want to know it? Uh, it's not It's not like, it's It's a bit dark. Yeah. It's more morbid than dark. Yeah, I'd like to know. It's England in the 1500s. Apparently they would dig up coffins often and one out of 25 were found to have scratch marks on the inside. Yeah. So they realized they'd been burying people alive for a while there. So they thought what they'd do is they'd tie a string on the wrist of the corpse, lead it through the coffin and up through the ground, tie it to a bell. Someone would have to sit out in the graveyard all night doing the graveyard shift to listen for the bell. Um, this also is where the phrase saved by the bell came from or being a dead ringer. Ring so ding ding. Three sayings in one there. I mean, this feels like we're at an SFRS meeting. It's disproportionate to mean? the phrase. What do you mean? Oh, well, it's like there's so many phrases that come from that one instance. That's true. But then you'll have other instances, no yeah. phrases. <laughs> it's a very uneven system. <laughs> and now I really feel like I'm at an SFRS meeting. Yeah, this is a good insight to what happens <laughs> at the RSL. <laughs> I just, all we'll we need be is having like an orange juice, maybe. Cordial, what do you have? This. Punch? Uh, well, it's different every week. Depends what's on special. Yeah, okay. Sometimes <laughs> lime cordial, sometimes punch, sometimes yeah. uh, orange and mango juice. Yeah, okay. Golden or fruit circle. drink. Yeah. Strictly speaking, <laughs> we don't have the money for juice. <laughs> Why don't you sit around and debate? How come this occasion got mm -hmm. three sayings? And some people might yeah. say things like, uh, I think there should be more bridge related sayings. And I say, well, there's yeah. build a bridge and get over it. And they say, yeah. yeah, but I mean, bridges are so integral. What about water under the bridge? There's a second one. Yeah. Well, this is how the debates go. <laughs> yeah. Can I come along one week? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. We'll I put mean, a chair out for you. Yeah. How many people are you getting at the moment? Yeah, seven. Seven? Is that an average or is that your highest? Uh, that's average. Highest is 13. Yep. Mm -hmm. Lowest? Uh, well, there's three one week. Yeah, okay. That's not bad though. It's good to keep you. And what's the average age? Is it similar at all? Because I know you are on a committee group for your community garden. That's correct. Where you meet and discuss the community garden, the residents of the area. And are you chairperson or something of this group? Uh, I'll tell you about that a little later on <laughs> oh, in the Is show. that coming up in tonight's show? Yeah, there was uh, an instance over the weekend. Oh, exciting. Mm. Wow. All right. Well, we'll look for... I mean, isn't it great that in the forum we can we can hook what's coming up later in the show? I don't know. I hope the bosses are listening. <laughs> Might get off the graveyard shift. <laughs>
Look at these guys. <laughs> that is what we've got time for in the forum tonight. If you do want to be a part of it, we would love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your admission price into the forum. Write whatever you want in the review. And we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, I went to see the doctor earlier today. My doctor knows that I do this radio show for a living. And the doctor said, do you take submissions? I was like, what do you mean? This is, by the way, I'd gone to see the doctor about a medical problem. This is before we got into the medical problem. And I said, what do you mean? He said, I got a joke you should do on the show tonight. Now it's rare. You should that say, do this. "Can I come in and do a bit of doctoring?" <laughs> I should have done Can I that. see your next patient? <laughs> Let me take one. I'll for do you. a diagnosis. <laughs> but he's given me a joke, and he said, "Because I didn't think it was that good." And he said, "Try this on the show tonight." He said, "If your co-host, he didn't even know your name, he's offensive." Like, yeah, he's like, "If your co-host doesn't laugh out loud at this joke, then I will resign any idea of knowing about comedy." Right? That's how certain he was. Oh, the stakes aren't that high because at the moment, <laughs> this random doctor. Yeah isn't high in my mind as a comedy genius. But let's, okay. let's hear the well, joke. Let's give it a go. Okay, so the, I'll, I'll throw the joke out you, your way. Here we go. The joke goes like this. It's a doctor-related joke because he liked to play in his ballpark. Fair enough. <clears throat> so a uh, uh, guy's gone to see um, a, a doctor and says, hey. And the doctor says, what do you think the problem is? And the guy says, well, here's the thing. I think I might be a moth. <laughs> good setup, right? I think I might be a moth. Now, the, the doctor says, that's all well and good, but I'm actually a, a heart doctor. So I think really what you're after is a, some sort of a, a mental health doctor, a psychiatrist or something, if you think you're a moth. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit heavy. Um, but it picks up, he tells me. Because I'm picturing an yeah. actual moth. Yeah. Well, no, it's a guy who it's thinks a guy he's who a thinks moth. He's a moth. Okay, a yeah. human yeah. who thinks he's a moth. Yeah, Continue. has gone to the heart doctor, and the heart doctor says, why have you come to see me? Surely you need hmm. a psychiatrist. This is where the guy who thinks he's a moth says, yeah, well, I would go to see a psychiatrist. That was my plan. It's just that you had your light on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> are you <laughs> are you blown away in the way some people are when they first hear a great piece no, of No, that art? was a variation. That moth joke is... Uh, yeah. You've heard that one before, right? I've never heard it in the doctor's context. Yeah. Yeah. He gave me a few why did the chicken cross the road jokes. Yeah. <laughs> one was why did the chicken stop in the middle of the road? What's that? To lay it on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly... I paid a lot of money for a half-hour yeah. consultation. Are you, yeah, are you looking at your watch going, like, <laughs> I'm paying for this time. We didn't get to one of the things I wanted to discuss. Mm. <laughs> but, but he's given me gear for the week. So, Did I you mean, get a discount at least? No, no discount. Mm. No discount. But he has asked me to come back and see him soon. I think he's writing some more stuff. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We keep you across all the big stories. I've, I've noticed we haven't mentioned the election that mm. happened over the weekend, Dom. The big election. No, the election, wasn't the election like a month or two ago? Yeah, that was the Australian federal federal election, election, yeah. And the US presidential elections next year. No, I'm talking about the community garden board elections that were over the weekend. As in the community garden on your street that you have become power hungry to try to to rule. Your words, not mine. (laughs) But yes, the election for the president was over the weekend. (laughs) And I know... the first ever (laughs) uh, AGM. And you have been white-anting your way into leadership. Excuse me, no, no, I have have not. No, I have not. What happened to the person who was running the social media page and you started putting in anonymous complaints or something against her? (laughs) That is not true. (laughs) It's not far off. That is not true. (laughs) No, they... (laughs) We're not holding their position <laughs> as strongly as they should have. And I merely suggested I take over. 
I feel like I'm on 7.30 report on the ABC with a politician. But yeah, okay, this is a community garden that's opened up on your street yeah. and you've wanted to run the thing. No, I'm not wanting to run the thing. I didn't even put my hand up for president. Yeah. The president was elected uh, unanimously. Yeah. It all went through fine. There was a few questions about Russian interference, but besides <laughs> that, it was totally okay. And, and it's not you. No, I'm not the president. I'm not yeah. the vice president. Mm. However, you are looking at the proudly new elected social media manager. <laughs> Is that a cabinet position, effectively? No, there's only five positions, and I'm yeah. the only position outside the cabinet. <laughs> so I'm outside the decision makers. Yeah, okay. But it's still pretty important. How many people are on the committee for the community garden? How many people are... How many people showed up to the meeting? Uh, uh, 10 to 15. Okay, so half of the people get a position. <laughs> no, that's third. <laughs> Well, I was worried going into it because I have been doing the social media without the title for a while. And I knew that this was coming up and I knew people would be voting on the positions. And I was a little worried because I've gone a little quiet on Facebook lately. And so in the week leading up to it, I did bump up my posts a little bit (laughs) just to make sure people saw me doing something. Uh, And I was worried because my wife was, um, mm. she wasn't able to make the meeting because she was sick yesterday. And I was like, there goes one vote. (laughs) That's the vote you could get. Yeah, I'm filthy. Yeah. Was there any competition for the spot? I I thought there might be Mm. from a couple of different people, but uh, I was nominated. Yeah. And the vote went through. No one said anything. It's kind of at a wedding, you know, when they say, <laughs> yeah. uh, if anyone knows why these people shouldn't be married, speak mm. now or forever hold your peace. Now and there's that awkward silence where you look around the room. So when they said, Hey, we're going to nominate Zach for the social media manager. Yeah. Is anyone who seconds it yep. like awkwardly looking around the room, see if anyone gets upset. Now, my understanding of this committee that runs the community garden yes. is you're 30 yeah. and everyone else there is at least double your age. Mm, is that roughly about accurate? About a third of the people are <laughs> 35 and younger. Okay. And two thirds would be 60 and older. <laughs> sure. There's a bit of a golf. Yeah, right. And and I don't think, I mean, I don't want to stereotype, but I don't think one of the 60 year olders was going to run social media. No, they keep <laughs> calling me the IT guy. <laughs> <laughs> so... There was actually a discussion about... You no, know, you realise you're going to be called over to one of their houses with an internet problem. Well, there was a discussion <laughs> with one person mm. over... Because officially the title is social media yeah. and marketing. And there was discussion over uh, yeah. someone saying they're not on Facebook and they don't trust Facebook. Okay. Because of... The, the Russian stuff. Well, they alluded to that. I'm not... <laughs> I assume that's what they meant because yeah. they said I'm not on Facebook. And I think everyone can agree with what's happened recently. That's a good idea. <laughs> I wasn't sure what they were referring to. <laughs> I assume the data breaches. <laughs> maybe they saw a meme they didn't like. Uh, and so they thought that maybe Facebook shouldn't be our main avenue. So they questioned okay. my authority, I guess. Already, wow. And, you know, I explained to them that, you know, I tried to say, like, yeah, I understand that you don't want to be a part of Facebook. We, we can still look at Facebook if you're not on Facebook. You can, True. like, treat it like a, a website and you can yeah. still see all the details and stuff like that of the page. Um, this discussion went back and forth a little bit. Yeah. Well, Mike, I'm sorry, have you got more? Because i got a question for yeah, you. Yeah, you hit me up with a question. Well, my question, and this is what the people I think want to know, as the newly elected social media coordinator for a very small community garden in the suburbs, what is your plan for the next? What's your term? How long is your term? I think it's a year. Well, okay. this is this is what I was saying with this lady, right? This yeah. is the plan has now, we've reached a compromise. Okay. Because she didn't want my primary thing to be on Facebook. Yeah. So now in my role as social media and marketing person, I will be responsible for all the posts on Facebook and a newly added segment. I will be responsible for all the posts on the IGA community (laughs) (laughs) notice board outside the the IGA, because apparently that's a better way of communicating. (laughs) So we're on the big three. 
Facebook, Instagram, and the IGA notice board. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, last week you did um, Betray Me. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I love there's no protestations. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, that, the betrayal. Um, oh, you've been going on about this. It's the Woolworths Ushis collectibles. Yeah. You've got a, a so-called rare spirit Mufasa. You tried to sell it for $1,000 mm. on eBay. The Blue turn, Sparkly one, Turns yeah. out the person you're talking to was me. Yep, and you met up with me to do the exchange, and, of course, uh, did not give me the $850 promised, but instead just gave me humiliation. Now, over the weekend, you said you were going to keep this listing up yeah, to I, see if you got any buyers. Did you sell it? I, I So initially I dropped the price. It went from $980 down to $80, um, which is quite the discount. Well, wait, it went straight down to 80 Yeah, I got quite an abusive message from a random person on eBay saying, how dare you try to scare people out of money for something so common? And I felt really bad, so yeah. I dropped it to me. Well, this has changed quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, they, they were essentially saying, this is such an unreasonable price. There's people selling on an eBay for much cheaper. And I thought, you know what, that's fair. So what I went, uh, what I did is I put it to the top of that price bucket uh, bracket. Any takers there? I, well, here's the thing. I got this message yesterday, Zach, and I'm just suspicious because this could be a legitimate buyer who wants to pay $80 for this Ushi. What is it? It says, hi, I'm interested in buying your ultra sparkly boomer Fasa, but it seems way too cheap to be real. Can you prove to me that it is real? Maybe some better photos. You did mock my photos last yeah, week. Yeah, this sounds like someone who listened to the podcast. <laughs> Doesn't it? Please, I really need this to complete my set. Now, I haven't replied to this person. And the reason I haven't replied to them is because I think it is certainly either you yeah. trying to have a second dip. Yeah. Because one wasn't enough. Yeah. Because I, I could just imagine how much you'd love to be able to set up a second meeting. <laughs> exactly. You go to another meetup and I'm there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or it is someone who's heard the show. And has decided that I'm going to try to do a Zach and stitch up Dom now. So here's the problem. This could be a legitimate $80 coming my yeah. way, but I'm, I'm, I'm not replying. Yeah, you've been burnt once. That's it. I'm not putting myself out there again. Um, because there was also that third one on, was it on Friday? This mm. is what you were getting really yes. upset about. Well, this annoyed the hell out of me, was that someone messaged me, I believe quite sincerely, saying, I'll give you $900 for it. Because you wanted to give the money to charity. Yeah, I was giving Well, that's the money what you're to saying to me yeah, behind was... the scenes. You were like, look, I'm going to give this money to charity. That's it. And then on Friday, you're blowing up at me, yeah. going, I had a legitimate buy. And I'm like, no, you didn't. I think I did. I think someone was going to pay 900 bucks for it. Yeah. And you, when I messaged you, thinking you were the other buyer, saying someone's offered me 900 you said, I'll give you 950 cash. Right. So you've been saying all this time, I've robbed a charity of $900. Yeah, you did. And I mean, I, I've actually spared you because I haven't listened. If I said what the charity was that I was going to give it to, then it would sound really bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Generally that you've robbed $900 from charity is bad. Mm -hmm. But if I said specifically you've robbed $900 from this charity, that's pretty bad. Mm. The point is, I think I've got to take the listing down. I think my dreams of selling this blue sparkly Mufasa are mm. dead. Because I just, I don't trust anyone now, unless someone clicked buy it now and the PayPal money came straight in. I just don't trust it anymore. And I wanted to bring this up on the show because it's your fault. And I just wanted you to know what you've done to me. I this think weekend. there are, I think that person is mm. a copycat. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like, I don't think that's real. Yeah. Although how did they find it? Well, Cause it was listed for 80. You only said, look for the one that's listed for 980. Do you know what oh, I mean? Because you didn't give your username or anything. You jerk. It's you, isn't it? It's not me. <laughs> it is you. It's not me. It is you. This is a repeat crime. And you're trying to 
suck me into it again. No, what? What? I'm going to rob a bank and go back to the same <laughs> bank three days later? Well, if the bank was as naive as me, I reckon you would. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, there's a story over in New Zealand. I feel like everyone's missed. It's an absolute cracker. A Christchurch man who's selling parts of a cactus containing a Class A substance says he's no drug dealer. There's a man selling some cactuses and... And there's a drug in the cactus. Well, I'll I'll actually let the reporter explain. The cactus contains mescaline, an alkaloid class A substance that's a known hallucinogenic. Hmm. How does it contain that? Well, you know, like drugs come from plants. Oh, this is like what people say about mushrooms and apples. What? You know how mushrooms and apples have drugs in them? Like there's cyanide in apples and mushrooms. Oh, and right, and stuff. right, yes. right, right, right. Like there's stuff. Kind in of. It's more like saying, well, but he's selling a cactus and he's trying to sell it as like a ornamental plant. So it's kind of sure. like someone okay. putting, uh, you know, marijuana in a pot and saying, no, 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 it's an indoor plant. Yeah, I'm not now. smoking it. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? They've yep. run into a few problems though because he's trying to sell this cactus. It's it's got a drug in it, yeah. so it's attracting a bit of attention. Yeah. Uh, he's not happy with that because he's a big cactus lover. Of course, I knew I was going to run into issues. Um, that's why I've been very selective of the people that um, we've been selling it to. So how could you be selective? How yeah. could you make sure that they weren't a drug dealer? Um, apparently, like this. Um, it's pretty easy to look on their Facebook profile to work out, you know, whether they like cactus or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if he doesn't see a couple of cactus-related well, posts... This is my question. Mm. Going on someone's Facebook page, how do you determine whether or not they are a cactus lover? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because even if you were like in the top percentile of cactus lovers, Mm. I still don't imagine it'd be something you'd post about regularly. No, I doubt you're putting your arm around a cactus, (laughs) a big thumbs up in your profile picture. (laughs) Yeah, I love cactus. (laughs) Oh, boy. I love New Zealand. Yeah, it's I imagine stories like that are happening all the time. That's probably not the case, but that's what it's like in my mind. (laughs) That's all the time we have this evening. If you missed anything from this show, just search for Collective Noun on iTunes. You can grab the podcast there. Otherwise, we are going to be back 11 o'clock tonight. Tom and Ollie coming up next. See ya! Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.